everyone, and welcome or welcome back to the Humbling Reality Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Haley. And I'm your other host, Meredith. And today we're going to be talking about, well, we've named it the Achievement Episode, but really it's just the top 10% kids versus everybody else. And all the, all a K through post-grad. Post-grad, yeah. (laughs) I guess, Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll jump around between, um, different areas of school or different times in schooling but it definitely means more later in the later years yes like for sure. high school i mean in kindergarten no one no. really cared and it wasn't established but once you get to high school all of a sudden it starts mattering it becomes mattering. a big thing huge i feel like i feel like even, even as we're growing up people are like oh like what do you want to be when you go older like where do you want to go to school mm-hmm. i would say it doesn't happen as much when you're like super little i feel like it's just the career question but then getting closer to high school because you know high school can determine where do you go, where you go to college yeah or can like create opportunities and whatnot so i feel like as you get older towards high school is when they start asking is when it starts to become apparent like when you start to be ranked and yeah. the rankings mean something yeah for whatever yeah reason okay so i guess looking through the i would say like let's start by looking through the high school lens because that's when it's really apparent Okay, yes. Like you said, the grouping and it becomes important around like upper middle school. Like, yeah, you knew who was like smart or objectively like smart and Mm -hmm. who did well on tests and whatever. But we were not separated based on like ability. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like we just, it was all, yeah. Red Sox, Bruins, Patriots. I think it was grouped. It wasn't grouped based on math and reading because we would split for math and reading classes. Exactly. So everything else was just hey whoever just like a hodgepodge group of people yeah that they pick names out of a hat yes. and like yes. that, that's all that happened yes so yeah you okay you'd be like okay obviously blank is the smartest person in the class in this subject mm-hmm. but no one really thought about it in terms of like when we get to high right, school right. senior year we're gonna have to worry about if we're top 10 like no one cared yeah no did you care about top 10 when you were in high school no i don't no, first of all, because we weren't officially ranked. So there was a ranking that existed somewhere that ever, where people knew everyone's GPA and like how well mm-hmm. everyone did in classes. But we weren't necessarily like you didn't get your rank before you went to when you went to go like. Right. I think. Yeah. I can't for college think. counseling apply. Yeah. When you went to go apply for colleges, yeah. like we didn't have a rank. I feel like they did that intentionally because they didn't want us getting like like starting anything with each other because it's such a small school so yeah maybe but also so yes like ranking has its downside which is that everything if you rank like a lot of kids will view it simply as a competition Mm -hmm. and so everyone will try to like do whatever it takes to get up like 0.1 in their gpa like absolutely makes sense if you're number 12 you'll do anything in your power to get into the top 10, especially at bigger schools. Mm -hmm. Being in the top 10 means a lot. Like, there was 100 kids in our class. Like, (laughs) I mean, being in the top 10 just meant, you were literally like top 10%. Mm -hmm. It wasn't top 2%. Mm -hmm. Where other Mm -hmm. schools, it's top 2%. It was, you're the top, like, you're the top 10. You're the 10 best of 100. Like, there's there's not much to it. You could say like, oh, I was in the top 10% of my class. Okay, and? (laughs) <laughs> or it's like you could say top 10 and it means top 10 percent. other schools if you're the top 10 
it means something completely different. Yeah. But see, you don't have to qualify. Yeah. No one's going to be like, oh, how many kids? Are-? Well, if they ask how many kids are in your school, it's none of your business. <laughs> 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 but I don't even know if I was in the top 10. I definitely was not. <laughs> I started all of a sudden, like when we got closer to high school and people started talking about their GPAs because we didn't even talk about GPAs really. Yeah. The only time it mattered was when they were picking valedictorian. Yep. And salutatorian. Yep. And then all of a sudden, there was like four kids in my class, and they pulled them aside, and they were like, so, it's coming down to the wire. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And they were like, it's really, really close. The top four, it's going to be one of you. That's <laughs> it's, so stressful. And if it's something you want, I guess. <laughs> Which I think they all did, right? I don't know if a couple of them cared much. Okay. okay. They, some of them were, cared more, mm-hmm. but the, they were also like... So, okay, the top two were especially really close. It was like, we don't know who's going to be the valedictorian. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a toss-up. Mm-hmm. The other ones were a little further behind, so I think they were like, mm. why break our back the last yeah. semester, like, yeah, the last the quarter, la- no, you're if like- we're just not going to make it? Yeah. <laughs> so, and these were already, like, straight A students, so right. I was like, you're going to aim for 99.9 on, your- right. <laughs> and, on everything. So, I think in high school... It felt like, okay, I think the top 10% or whatever you want to say, the valedictorians, the smart people, the academically smart people, it felt like they... It's really I, okay. No one's going to no no, come I'm, for us. I'm trying to like think about it because it was just like a little bit shocking because for some of them it came so naturally and I would just be in awe where I would be like you just sat in class and you passed this test and I actually did the homework and I did not pass this test. So I guess there was some like jealousy, but that doesn't, I don't know if that means anything in the real world because Mm. yes, things come easier. Like academically they come easier to you, but you still got to do the work like everyone else. Like you still have to go to work. It's not like you're just going to like remember something and that makes you a billionaire. Like, you have to go to work. Do you feel like we were truly learning or were we just memorizing? Like certain certain things. I'm not saying everything because obviously you have to learn how to like read and write yeah. and whatever. But so, I feel like memorization. Okay. Because you know when we had like science tests, especially at the beginning. Oh my God. The In study guides grade. were the same as like the test. They changed it after a while because they'd realized that like the they would just change the numbers in the test but the question like the way to solve it would be the same way as the study guide yeah they had to change that because they were like oh shoot all it's that's happening actually, is people are yeah. literally just like memorizing yeah. what they learned and they're just like inputting different numbers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i think they changed it our year like they changed it mid-year <laughs> <laughs> because uh he realized he was like people are studying like 20 minutes before class just memorizing like yeah. the equations and the thing and they're just like inputting it back that was why i was like hmm did i learn anything that year like did i really i don't think so <laughs> i think to answer your question it was memorization maybe in high school like it got less memorization especially when it mm, well when it came no. to ib like it was really hard to just memorize in certain subjects but also there were other things that were memorization based to me it's all memory like the, when i think of if i learned versus if i memorized the only thing i learned because the way i justify this is because it's because i like i know how to think about things so like in physics he taught us 
how to critically think about something and like mm. dissect the problem and how to use the resources that you have to help you solve the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has helped me in so many areas of life. In history, all memorization. I would agree. Even in like IV, I, I failed out of IV, but <laughs> surprise, I'm not a history guru. You had to memorize dates and facts. Even if it's not memorizing, you're still remembering, you're still recalling. Like, how are you? The, the application of that knowledge is in an argument because it's like, or it's a discussion. Discuss why. <laughs> it would be like, discuss the reasons that the U.S. went into World War, joined World War II. Yeah. And you'd have to memorize the reasons. It's not like you can figure it out. Like, it's not like you can think about it and figure it out. So definitely, so I agree with the history one for sure no yeah. everything really was written verbatim any essay question verbatim yeah. any short answer question verbatim and so then this you're not an active choice. learner you're just no you just had to memorize and write it down you're just why like I didn't pl- plugging and jugging <laughs> sorry plugging <laughs> and jugging like you're just outputting the information it's in one yeah. write down out the other yeah basically and exactly you're not retaining any of it and no. i will say i think for I think for English, I had, I had one teacher who taught me critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. Like she was amazing. Love her. And then there were other teachers who I think like just with the curriculum they were given, it was just like, why did they do this? Why do you think they did this? And I'm like, bruh. Me and geometry. I don't know. (laughs) Proofs. I was like, (gasps) proofs. I was like, bro, respectfully, I'm just memorizing this. Yes. There was nothing about it. Like, it didn't even really make sense to me. I was just like, okay, memorize. This is how it is. I also think that if we were older, it would make more sense. I really do. Because. True. I do think that if someone tried to teach me or geometry now, I could really understand it. I do. Yeah. Side, side, angle. I feel like I could understand. (laughs) Side, angle, side. I feel like I could understand that. Yeah. I mean, listen, there's nothing. We were too young. Like, I get it. But I also think there was definitely a way for us to not sit there and just memorize things like i remember that year the class did not do well (laughs) yeah we all failed like not all fails but the way it was scaled she was scaled into oblivion i remember the midterm the midterm i got like a raw score of like an 82 or something bro i ended up with like an 115 (gasps) (laughs) that is how bad the scale was because they scale you up to like a 75 yeah so that means that the average score was like a 40. <gasps> oh my or God. Like a 40 something. <laughs> I was like, that is like, this should be funny. Yeah, no, bro. And it's literally just because I remember sitting in that class and I was like, what is this? <laughs> Respectfully, like, what is this? Now, a couple of us like did okay. But once again, <clears throat> okay meant like we were averaging B's. Right. Right. But we ended up with like A pluses in the class because yeah. everything was scaled to a, a degree that should not have occurred. Shh. I was That's like, oh no. We, we'd go into class after the midterm. I remember I was like, there's no way. Like, how do you even explain? Like, I feel so bad for a teacher. Like, if you can't, you don't want to grade a test where yeah. everyone gets like a 42. Yeah, no. You know? So I was like, hmm. That was a hard. It was just because we weren't everyone you could see like everyone was just trying to memorize and it's because yeah. no one understood yes, anything yeah the proofs i hate proofs first of all maybe i'd like them like, more now but um, probably not i think i could understand i don't think i'd enjoy writing it <laughs> yeah that was definitely a memorization base felt bad same same thing can be said for like a lot of classes so 
the only reason I brought that up actually <laughs> was because I think about it and like in this top 10% versus everyone else conversation mm-hmm. listen <clears throat> since we weren't really ranked and I don't know where I ranked like I know what my GPA was but I d- can't say like I was top 10 for sure so we'll just keep it at somewhere close-ish yeah to that I was just memorizing things but I was doing well at memorizing them. Yeah. And I was a good test taker. Yeah. And I had a great short-term memory. So, like, I could read something, like, 30 minutes before and mm-hmm. still do really mm-hmm. well on the test. Yeah. To kids who weren't great test takers, yeah. who couldn't do that, that's a large part of the reason why I think they didn't do well. So, this kind of goes back to what we talked about some prior episode. <laughs> if you don't fit in their mold, you will not succeed. No. Just because they can't, they're not, not that they can't, just because they aren't naturally a good test taker or they don't learn in the way that the school is teaching or the curriculum teaches, they fail. To, to an extent, C isn't technically failing, but like they're not quote unquote succeeding either. Yeah. Like you find so, yourself in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Or a little below it. I don't know what the middle of the pack is. Yeah, middle of the pack is typically, like especially at that school, it's probably could be minus or something. Yeah. But it creates this it creates this idea that because you can't learn a certain way you're not capable which is a lie differentiate for your students i did not succeed in college because of the the memorization skills that i learned in high school there's just that nope didn't happen i actually realized going into college a lot of people talk about the transition from high school to college and how if you went to like if you went to our high school, a lot of people say like college is actually pretty easy. And I'm not saying it wasn't easy or whatever, but I feel like going into college, especially with like essay writing and whatever, I think that somehow also has to deal well in humanities classes. I ain't talking about no STEM classes. Y'all have a whole other thing going on. <laughs> but in humanities, like you have to write an essay. But what does that mean? It's like everything is an open note test, open note book, right. open note whatever. All you need to right. know or understand is like what you're reading. You need yeah. to be able to understand like what someone is writing and then interpret it properly. Quote unquote, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's it though. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, it's still like memorization and writing based on or not even memorization because it's open note so you just have to interpret things correctly basically or be able to argue it if you're not interpreting quote unquote correctly well the one class i did poorly in in college (laughs) well there's two were the ones where i was reading and i was like what the respectful hell is this I I was genuinely confused. I remember it was a religion class. I was like, it was religion (laughs) philosophy. I have never felt so out of my element. I was like, people had talked about this professor so much, and they were like, he's great, he's incredible, blah blah blah, like one of the best teachers ever. Blah 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 blah. And I was like, okay, (laughs) so excited. Here we go. I was like, y'all got me. Uh, I'm interested. And I remember I the first assignment we had, I did well. And so I was like, close it. Because, you know, you can drop a class. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if I hadn't done well, I definitely would have dropped the class. <laughs> <laughs> she got trapped. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But then after this one damn thing, I was like, hmm, wait, hold on a minute. And <laughs> he would write and like on half my essays, he'd be like, what? <gasps> 
that is the worst thing to hear. As like, yeah, I think you got this wrong, and I was like, Jesus. Yeah. You're like, but I supported it with evidence. I tried so hard in that class just to come out with like the worst grade I've ever received. Oh my god! Oh, which okay. To other people, even, yeah, they'd be like, but like, mm-hmm. that's still your worst grade. But to me, I was like, oh, hold on a minute. Uh, in college, I was humbled. <laughs> 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 and that's what happens when some of the top 10 kids go to college where the other top 10 mm-hmm. kids go. Mm-hmm. And then not everyone can be in the top 10. Right. Because we're also a uh, big fish in a little pond. Yeah. And for sure. S- some of that might have been a little fish in a big pond. That made 10% or top 10 or whatever. Listen, you know what I mean? It's like going to Harvard. Okay, I'm, I'm not trying to use Harvard always as an example. It's just the school that happens to be the closest. That is the best. So if you go to Harvard, them kids are like the top 1% yeah. of all the like top 1% schools. Yeah, yeah. So when you go there, like not everyone can be the top 1%. Right. Because you're all top 1%ers. Right. So it ma- like you are really humbled in school when you're like, you'll get a 97 or okay whatever it's based on it's mainly like letters or whatever yeah but if someone gets like an a because our school didn't like we had a pluses but it was really really hard to get an a plus amherst yeah we didn't have a pluses we just had a's well that's what we thought until i saw someone get an a plus so it's possible (laughs) no and they're still on our syllabus on all our syllabi it said 93 to 100 is an a oh um, i can't remember our syllabus because you know me, I'd be spending my hours being like, what do I need to get an A in this class? <laughs> I, I, I can't remember. I was remember. much more of a tryhard in college than I was in high school. Much more. Because I cared about the material. I did not care about t- cosine, tangent. <laughs> I did not. I could not. History, could not care less about English. I think if I was not so burnt out, I could have been more interested in it. But to have to write essays constantly, not interested in that. So nothing interested me. The material wasn't interesting or the assignments weren't interesting to me. So I never thrived in high school. I think I was burnt out by the time I got to college. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. I was burnt out, honestly, senior year of high school. Because I had tried. I tried really hard. Especially, like, early, like, early high school. I was, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, anything is possible, you know? And... I was, I mean, who knows what the word smart means at this point? Yeah. Like, I don't really think anyone's really dumb. So, um, take all those, like, umbrella words with a grain of salt. Yeah. Smart to me. It's all relative. Yeah. Yeah. Who who cares? And subjective. Is that right? Like, smart, okay, that means, you're, smart can mean you're a good test taker. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes that's all it takes, mm-hmm. really. And I think in my case, like my short-term memorization really helped me until I burnt out and it couldn't yeah. take me further. Yeah. yeah. But that's because I didn't learn the skills where memory... I was so used to relying on memorization that, like, when it wasn't based on memorization anymore, I was like, hold on. Wow, I don't know how to do hold this. Hold on, I'm average. <laughs> I don't yeah. like being average. Yeah. And so, yeah, by the time I got to 12th grade, I was burnt out. And... I was also just burnt out from trying so hard yeah. and also, but still not being like the best. Cause yeah. th- I was like, there's always, right, okay. Right. Obviously the kids who, well, no, there's always probably going to be someone who's better than you. Cause like, okay, fine. The girl who was valedictorian for our class, she went to a school where there's definitely kids who could beat you at something absolutely, or many things and had higher GPAs and had more accomplishments and whatever. Yeah. So 
the top 10% here, the top one, it didn't matter, like, once you go off to college, really. And when you go into the real world, really no one cares, like, who was the college top of the class. (laughs) I don't think that she walks around being like, I was valedictorian. (laughs) No. No. I mean, some people... Your parents care. Like, it's really an award for, like, thank you for your achievement. Hopefully your parents can hang this up (laughs) in their house. Does it even say anywhere on the diploma or do they get a certificate? They might get a certificate. I don't know. Interesting. We wouldn't. Yeah, we wouldn't. I wasn't one, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so college, I was, I would say, yes, I was humbled, but also I learned skills. Yes. In order to be, to graduate, like summa cum laude, you had to be top 25 percent i was so mad umass didn't do this for us i don't know if they do it they for didn't do what cum laude anything what do you mean like you it was, there was no the, accolades nope. i don't know if it's, you couldn't even graduate with honors you'd have to be in the honors college like <laughs> it, it, i think it was divided up by college okay but the college of education because <laughs> there were 45 of us they didn't do anything did you guys do theses no. So it would have been just based on GPA. But other schools do that. Like Which a lot of schools, like your thesis isn't even would have been up there. I just, that gets me riled up because I definitely would have graduated top of my class at UMass in the college. Because I was in high school, I was middle of the pack. In college, I was performed a lot better in college. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's, but I still feel like they should have done something. Yeah. Even for the college. But I guess. It was hard to not get an A in some of those classes. But I was like, hey, we had a second major. So I worked really hard to get good grades in my psych classes to then I mean, have the other there were kids. Well, I'm sure the STEM kids in like our class, in our, you know, our graduating class would have been like, it was definitely harder to get an A in like biochem than it was. Yeah, in- for sure. <laughs> but it doesn't mean I didn't try. I guess. <laughs> No, for like, sure. But like in neuro, I had I learned bio for neuro. I was like, bro, shout out Leanne. Leanne knows I had her quiz me constantly on neuro. I that was something I memorized, but that was another thing where it's like it, I learned in college like how to think about things and how to understand things because mm-hmm. it would be like, oh, if this protein or if this element, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> If this element is positive and it goes into the cell, then the cell becomes what? You know what I mean? Like you had to memorize if it was positive or not, but then you were able to figure out other information from there, if that makes sense. Like it was still part memorization, but you still knew how to think critically think about a problem. Yeah, fair. But in high take school, any it was classes like this. all memorization. And I, I think in college it was definitely a lot more critical thinking and creative thinking, um, which – when I wrote this question down, or like the topic, I also wrote down that capitalism thrives off creativity, but it's not taught in American schools because even in like public schools, True. it's can this person test well? Yeah, it's all about testing. It's all about testing, but which is seen through like how every school is graded yes it's graded by like mcas or whatever your mcas equivalent is every yeah everything sats like obviously that's yeah. standardized act standardized all based on testing like there were some kids in my classes i was like y'all are smart as crap like probably just like you're probably you could do the same things i do if you mm-hmm. just tested well like yeah. if you yeah. just 
or you were be- a better writer like that's what's so sad is yeah. like sometimes your point doesn't get across if you don't write it the way that they want right. you to and it's all based on like language mm-hmm. and god forbid you don't put like a comma somewhere yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's your your separating factor from like a proficient to not proficient so many of them are capable if they were given the right tools I think if we just like taught in different ways to absolutely if curriculums were different like those kids would be fighting for the top of the class absolutely yeah especially yeah okay every school is different so I don't want to like use too many of our school examples to like bring it to the conversation because some people are probably gonna be like yeah we didn't do that so (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about but in I'll never forget like you know we used to take art class like you had to go to art class when we were younger and or even yeah, I remember, yeah, not not that physical education really is matters much. But once you get to high school, a lot of those like fun activities mm-hmm. or what some people consider fun, they just they become like electives, mm-hmm. optional. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is art optional? Yeah, like I understand some people can opt. Like, okay, fine if you want to opt out of it. Okay, you're boring, but. <laughs> Did you take art in high school? We had no because it was well IB when IB kicks in, mm-hmm. you have to take certain classes and it was like language two languages, uh, econ mm-hmm. or art. And unfortunately, like for your resume, mm-hmm. like when you're trying to get into schools, right. art, art doesn't, doesn't look as good as yeah. two languages or econ. Yeah. So we yeah like we had a choice, but the choice you always have a choice <laughs> lies lies <laughs> but the choice wasn't optimal yeah so it didn't feel like you could choose right, that right. one and still do you know they didn't they they weren't promoting art yeah as your final class like yeah. that's for dang no. sure so but the kids who did ib art always looked like they were having the best of times mm-hmm. and i was like well you brought this up at the, like the beginning of the series or not even the series the podcast of art not being valued the the arts in general not being valued yeah and to to your point it's not valued anyway i think that it kind of goes back to that like part of me wonders if that is an underlying factor as to why they don't teach creativity but you know they're raising the mcas scores for some reason like i i think it get into that i think it directly has to do with like the way we the way the job market is viewed like the way okay what are the specific elements that people want in the job market like when you go out into the workforce what are the qualities that people want from you they want you to be like a hard worker they want you to be a team player they want you to like simply do the tasks you're given or whatever and if you have ideas they want you to have ideas but like they want it to also fit within their scheme yeah so what it's trying so everything that we learn like from pretty much the day that like we enter school maybe like fourth grade or whatever because i feel like early in your they're just teaching you how to read and like be a kid Mm -hmm. and like grow a little bit so after that though everything is kind of like controlled in a way to kind of just get you there and like make sure you have those qualities to basically be a good worker yes which i mean once again like okay but that's kind of also goes to well what we have there was talking about like vocational schools Mm. but how like those qualities don't always like fit in line with like not everyone wants to be like the typical good good worker 
Like, not everyone will sit at a desk yeah. and work. Some people will work in, like, retail, but, like, those have different qualities and, like, different things that you need. Customer service, too. Like, in customer service, memorization isn't always... Like, you need to know how to, like, interact with people. Mm-hmm. And in school, you are supposed to learn that through, like, interacting <laughs> with students and teachers or whatever. But also, like, the respect thing kicks in because, like, teachers have authority over you. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know that whole respect yeah, is you learn how to give- be a part of society. Yeah, but... And how to function. It is Yeah, and with that comes... There, there's always, there. like, someone above you. Yeah. Because, like, that's what the teachers are. They're authorities. And, like, mm-hmm. when you go out to... The, and then your professors are the authorities. Yeah. And then your boss, boss is right. the authority, obviously. Right. And it keeps going and going and going. But then, like, what if you're your own boss? Like, what if you start a company? Right. Like, where are the skills? You have to develop those skills on your own. Right. Because they don't teach you those things because that's not what you're that's not what the majority of people become i feel like the stories that we hear about people who are successful in starting their own businesses are either nepotism babies <laughs> yeah you do need to have money or reasonably. they were like the weird quote-unquote weird maybe not weird but for lack of better words quote-unquote weird kids in school who, or maybe the ones who just didn't fit in we shouldn't say weird. the ones who just didn't really fit in kind of thing and weren't quote-unquote successful because they were creative and because they had a brain that thought differently than everyone else's and didn't conform. And so they were able to think outside the box and they were able to make that work for them. I also think and a lot of there's yeah. a pipeline from like lack of respect in the workplace to people who just start their own businesses. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are so many people who go in and they're not respected. And I hate to say a lot of times, you know, in certain like male dominated fields, it'll be like the women who are like, OK, fine. Like, I guess I'll just do this my yeah. damn self then. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a lot more popular now, too. More common. Women are just like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I'm going to go make a lot more money than you. Yeah. Or men who, I guess, like, just don't fit into that, like, bro culture. They'll mm. be like, okay, I'll go somewhere else and, like, I'll start my own yeah. thing. But doing that, you need to have, well, you need to have certain levels of connections, certain levels of money, right. like, certain you levels of certain stability. skills, yeah. Regardless of where you're, where, where you're going yeah all right Haley. let's bring this back yeah i don't know where we are i don't know either i don't know how i think we kind of touched on what we wanted to touch on capitalism (laughs) capitalism ruined it all for everyone (laughs) capitalism is the reason that capable students don't feel successful in school period um we talked about vocational schools and how people don't view vocational schools i think people are starting to change their perspective on vocational schools that like Mm-hmm. Oh, you can still be successful when you go to a vocational school. Wildly, like more successful yeah. than many people who go to yes, college. We've talked about this. Yeah, we yeah. definitely talked about this. Yes, another absolutely. Episode. But I think people's mindsets are still shape changing or shaping in that way. Unfortunately, I do think vocational schools are still viewed as like the outlet for kids who just didn't succeed well in like conventional high schools or yeah. conventional schools because. Like, maybe it'll change one day. Like, who knows? I honestly don't think it will. I don't. Frank. Yeah, yeah, I don't really either. Because it's the kids who, like, could... Who just don't necessarily want to go to college. Or that's the way it's viewed. I think that's relatively dumb. Because, like, what if... Okay, so if vocational kids start going to college, like, then what? Like, what will be the stereotype? Yeah. But it definitely our school viewed it that way. Like, yeah. if you couldn't, if you couldn't take it, like, you went to a vocational school. Or you went to a different high school that was known for being, like, less rigorous. Yeah. Which is stupid because, once again, like we said, everything was 
relatively like memorization exactly based. it's what you make of it and testing based so it's like yeah. uh, uh, like it's what you make of it like the people who went to the less rigorous high schools i was like okay and you're still doing a bunch of maybe cl- ap classes like you're still working hard it doesn't put down what you did just because you went to a different school no and some of those kids end up in the same places exactly. after exactly exactly we it doesn't really yes. matter no it doesn't y'all can put down whoever <laughs> the whole point you can put down whoever you want. You shouldn't. But, yeah, technically you can to make yourself feel better. If it makes you feel better. Like, who cares? <laughs> but what I noticed, especially since I was, like, burnt out, I think I had more of an appreciation after the fact for being like, hold on a minute. Let's let's recollect. Mm-hmm. Let's rethink about this. What was it in, like, when I was succeeding in school that I had access to or that I was able to do that I now can't do. Yeah. And the answer was simply like I was the tools that I needed to use were based on like short term memory that I could do easily or well that I could do easily at the time. And I was a decent writer. Yeah. That's really all it took for me to do well in like a number of classes. Yeah. And yeah. then so okay, to the kids that unfortunately weren't like decent writers or who like didn't focus on that or who who had focused on who had like great ideas or who could answer questions like really well but they just couldn't write down all their thoughts and explain it that way that was the difference between an a and a c Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like why is that the difference between you being viewed as like a top student in the class and being very intelligent and you being someone that's just like middle of the pack we don't look twice at and we you know you just like blend into everyone else this is something we talk a lot about my class on assessment it's how can you change the assessment so that it tells you what the student knows versus Mm. if it's standardized test do you know what i mean like so it's about giving the kids options or so not it's about one example is giving kids options you can give an oral presentation, you can do a PowerPoint, you can do a paper. Whatever your strong suit is, you have choices now. If you like talking, if you can prove mm. your point by talking, great. The presentation is for you. If you like writing it down, great. The paper's for you. Show me what you know. That's the point of assessment is to tell me what you know. That should be the point of assessment. It's not... Yeah, it's, to it's force com- you it's into complete. a mode of ex- of expressing what you know in a way that will make you un- uncomfortable. Actually, uh after you said that i re- i remembered there was a lot of times where we had to like publicly sp- do public speaking like you'd have to memorize like a poem or something i remember that do public uh, speaking i, I <laughs> hate the fact that that's a thing for a couple reasons you know who's going to perform better yeah the kids who are like more outgoing who don't really care they are not as afraid of public speaking because especially like them class clowns like this is their time to shine babes <laughs> But the kids who were quieter, and sometimes that was the kids who did who did better in school. Yeah. They wouldn't perform as well on those things. And I was like... And their grades would suffer, not because yeah. they didn't know or because they couldn't do it, but because they're uncomfortable. Yeah. And they'd have, like, quieter voices, and they'd be like, can you speak up? I also hate that. Like, <laughs> why am I even standing here yeah. delivering this? Like, no one wants to be here. I had huge anxiety, so I didn't do great on those things either. I could memorize the whole thing, do it perfectly in front of the mirror like a thousand times and stand there, sweat my butt off and completely like blank Not over half thingies. those words. 
all because I was mm-hmm. looking at people and I was like, what was, what's the point of this assessment? Yeah. What's the point? I can re, I can write it down for you right now. Mm-hmm. I kn- I memorized it. Like yeah. I can write yeah. it for you. Why do I need to say it? In yeah. Public? No, we talk about that a lot in assessment because how can you design an assessment so that it tells you what the student knows? I think that's yeah. what everything, everything should be prioritized. Everything should be equitable. You mean and differentiated based on students needs. That's shocking. <gasps> Haley. Oh my God, I took a bullet just saying that. <laughs> Sorry, I keep remembering, like, on, remembering you know, school. anytime I go on Twitter or, like, TikTok, I'll be reminded of, like, certain things that I have a problem with in the education system. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many times, you know what people say, okay, listen, I'm not saying, like, the older generation is so annoying, but, like, <laughs> but. Mm, <laughs> if the shoe fits, um, anytime I see people say, like, when I was in school, we learned this way. So everyone should learn this way. And I'm like, okay. So back in the 1840s, <laughs> like back in this archaic, <laughs> like I'm not joking, but anytime I see like, this is how we, like, mm-hmm. this is how we entered the workforce. This is how we went to school. This is how we, okay. And we are <laughs> not the shoulder you. going and everything. And. <laughs> It just doesn't make any sense to me because I'm like, yes, you have faced unfortunate and like unfair circumstances. Mm-hmm. That does not mean we talked everyone about this when we should. talked about um, unpaid internships. Yes, and it it will apply for everything. Yeah, because yeah. it it works across the board. It will always apply because there will always be people who say, "Well, we're getting." Oh, I hate the word soft. It doesn't mean anything to me anymore. Like, your generation is soft. Okay. Like, sorry. We love ourselves. God forbid. Oh, my God. We're healing the wounds that you gave us. Oh, man. Oh, Not the dig. The other day, we could do a whole thing on, like, we could do a whole episode on, like, dismissiveness (laughs) across the board on just everything. But for especially from those in the generation above us. But in this regard, they're dismissive of, like, anything that seems to be us making progress, especially in the education system, because they're like, no, when we went to school, we had to learn this way. I don't care. No, there are so many things that are different from when our parents or that generation went to school. Yeah, I don't care. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Like, when you went to school, some of y'all were hit by rulers. Like, we don't. When we go to school, we're doing active shooter drills. Yeah, like... Very different things. Things change over time. Now, this is not a positive change. No. But it's not not the the same. same. The circumstances (laughs) around, like, our lives are not the same. So, if some kids... The world is so different. Yeah, if some kids, you know, need a little extra help, it's okay. It's the same, you know, like tutoring. They're like, oh, we didn't need tutors. Like, we had to figure it out ourselves. I'm like, okay. And how you are and how resentful you are now, Karen. So resentful. Love you, Karen, if you're listening to this. But I just used your name because it was the... <laughs> there are kids our age that also feel like we... They're bitter. <laughs> like, we didn't have it like that. It was difficult for us. Like, we had to learn this way. We had to do this. But do you want that for someone else? No, I I don't want that. I don't want anyone to suffer. Like, I'm sorry. He was like, no, 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 no. Take me out of this. Me personally, I feel like if we can do better, we should do better. Which is why if some kids need to be given other 
other ways for them to display the fact that they have the knowledge. And if that means that you don't get to be valedictorian because they start to compete with you and you're like, but I've always been a great essay writer and they only have to like say it and repeat it back to the teacher. That's not fair. I don't care. It still shows that they know it. Like if they have the same things up here that you do and their way of saying in their way of like expressing the fact that they have that knowledge is through writing a poem versus you like making a PowerPoint. Respectfully, I don't care. <laughs> Not the dance moves. I don't care. It just it doesn't. They're like, oh, you, like you were supposed to do it this way. Yeah. If only we looked at rules as not not strict rules but as like ever changing if if everything was just malleable a little bit where yeah guides perfect example there's certain things that are required however you get it done is your business Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because guess what half of these kids that y'all like y'all make fun of like oh they don't they're not good test takers but guess where they're gonna end up (laughs) wall street so (laughs) They're going to end up like selling you houses yeah. that are in neighborhoods where they're like, yeah, my house is right next door. Look, we ended up in the same place because it doesn't actually matter. So I guess that's the answer to our question, guys. <laughs> you, you, you like, I, was, I saw a window and I was like, yes. <laughs> Do the valedictorians have it figured out over the C students? No. They have, yeah, sure. For society, like the way society works. Yeah. But I'll give you that one, Haley. For how it should, (laughs) or how, like, I feel like we would evolve, no. Yeah, I agree. Some of the people that we have the most respect for nowadays were people who weren't coming close to first in their class. And that is okay, because you know what the most of the world makes up of, is made up of? The average kids. This is, that was a great point, Haley. Thank you. And scene. (laughs) All right, we're going to end it there for you guys. Let us know what you think. Do the valedictorians have it figured out over the C students? Until next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.